Hey, one fans, Andy here. We're going to Cisco Live, and we can't wait to see you there. If we see you wearing an A1 or Cables to Cloud shirt at Cisco Live, we'll enter you in our giveaway that includes a bunch of cool prizes like an A1 branded Yeti cup and an OCG of your choice from our friends at Cisco Press. Don't have a shirt? No problem. Head to the link in our bio and grab yours today. See you soon. This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information to expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Welcome to the Heart of Network Engineering podcast. I am one of your illustrious hosts. My name is Aaron Weiler. With me, I have Dan Richards. Hello, Dan. Howdy. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you so much for asking. Um, and fresh from the eye doctor, Andy Laptef. How are you, sir? Hi. Great. You guys all look you, you wonderful. Look, you, look, <laughs> you look scared. Last and certainly not least, AJ Murray. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How are you, man? I'm well, thank you. Um, let's uh, let's start this episode off on a, on an extremely light note. AJ, you, we got some wins from the Discord channel to lay on us. What do we got, man? You got some big W's this week. Uh, Luke Skymaster mm-hmm. and Mikey, their Discord Johns, both scored the CCNA this week. Yeah. Whoa! Nice. There yeah, you go. Yeah, big like, one. Hey. Those aren't two easy. CCNAs in one week. Two CCNAs in one week. Um, also, nice. uh, IT guy Blake got a new job. Nice. Awesome. Got a, I, 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 if okay. I'm, I believe I read it correctly. He's, uh, it's his first IT job, uh, and he's going to be working for MSP, ISP, working in the data center. Oh, that's some, uh, fun. Nice. Lots of exposure to cool stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. man. Oh, good for him. That's no. a good that's a good first job in the in the IT world. Right. Yep. Yeah. You get exposed to just about everything. Virtualization. I mean, wow, sky's the limit. That's cool, man. Yep. Well, that's good to hear. So And a win for us. Oh. We Go hit forty thousand downloads <laughs> today. What? Yeah. Us. Um, I'll go, I'll go. golf. I'll golf clap us. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I will up Come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? That's not us. That's if you're hearing this, it's you. So that's right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. I, I, we, we, we thank all you very much. much. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, um, So you know, this past year has been a little rough, right? And everybody handles everything different. And yes, I'm talking about COVID-19. Um, it's affected a lot of people, some more than others. But I think one of the most glaring things that popped out to me was the effect that it has on people mentally because uh, I personally struggle with stuff uh, like anxiety and depression. I've had ADHD since God knows when, you know, I'm like an OG diagnosed guy like Andy, like mid eighties type thing, you know, but wait, um, you didn't get diagnosed back in the day, see? <laughs> no, you yeah. didn't. You were just you the annoying kid in class that couldn't sit right. still like me. Couldn't yeah. shut up, right. It's very yeah. difficult, though. You know, it's like, it's interesting because I've actually been kind of diving into, we, we talk about like make it stick and all these things like the science behind like why we remember stuff and all sorts of stuff. It, to me, it's equally as interesting, like f- even from an evolutionary standpoint, why I even do the things I, I do, right? And, and ADHD is one of them. Um, I think it's an overused term personally, but it is a real thing, right? You could you can brain scan, and, and oftentimes, like people with extreme ADHD will have uh, 
different brain waves and stuff. So it's it's very like seeable, right? It's a proven fact. So it's just an overused thing. So I've I've never really liked saying it like, hey, yeah, I have ADHD because it oftentimes sounds like an excuse. So uh, that being said, I mean, everybody kind of has their own things to go. I think that what COVID has done to a lot of folks is maybe exacerbated some of those things if they were lying previously. I'm one of those people actually. And, you know, sometimes when, when things get like too much and, and they get to a point where you can't take it anymore, sometimes you just break. Right. Uh, and I've been there and it's rough. Right. I, I know other folks that have been there. I'm not going to speak for anybody on here. That's, that's, uh, I'll let anybody here speak to their own journey, but, uh, I, I just want to make sure that everybody out there knows that, that if you are doing, and if you're feeling any of those emotions, number one, it's normal. But number two, it's very, very helpable. <laughs> you you can't help it. You could fix it. You don't have to feel that way all the time. Um, and it's probably easier than you think to fix it. Uh, I, I can't speak to every case, but 99% of the work is is realizing that you can fix it. Not fixing it, just realizing that you can fix it. That's, the, uh, that's one of the most important things. And I'm just going to tell you straight up, I have a therapist, right? I see her every other week. Uh, she has ex- explicit instructions to quote unquote bust my balls because uh, you guys know me. You hear me all the time. I talk a lot. I-, I tend to like wander sometimes when I'm explaining things and and that's not what I need. You know what I mean? Like like sometimes I need someone to be like, hey dude, when you're doing that, that's not okay. That's how, the, th- how, how do you think that affects someone else, right? So not only my own internal self, but being more conscious of how I'm talking to other folks and how they could take maybe what I'm saying or how I'm reacting to what they're saying and, and, you know, how that can all be like, I don't know, affected just in a big, messy, sticky, emotional mess. Right. So if you're having any struggles out there, we we just wanted to make sure that, you know, we would talk about, you know, how, how it's affected us so that maybe it might be easier for you to maybe talk about it. Right. So, and, and maybe it's not necessarily you that's being affected. Maybe it's a loved one too, that you could help and, and, in that regard too. So I don't want to speak all by myself. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let anybody else, I'll open the floor for everybody else so we can kind of get the conversation going, but just right off the top of the bat, it's, 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 it's COVID, right? Like we're all locked in. I mean, who here is not feeling just like completely cooped up at this point? Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I mean, when you think about it, like this is a form of torture. It, it, I mean, you send people to prison, right? Like that is a punishment. And that's kind of what this feels like. And we're just such social beings and like, okay, social media, Twitter, meetings, Zoom meetings. It's not the same. We know that. It's not the same. Right. So uh, how, how are we dealing with that? Uh, I'll, so, I'll hop it. Oh, go ahead, AJ. No, no, no. I, I, well, all I was going to say was, um, you know, prior to COVID-19, I had to travel a lot for work, like yeah. weekly in, same, in, yeah. in my vehicle, on the road, occasionally on a plane I, I think at one point last year or in 2019 so pre-covid 19 uh i was on a plane every week for almost two months straight and i was gone like two mm. or three days a week mm. um come covid 19 i don't get on a plane for like a year i i had to fly last week for the first time like in literally a year mm-hmm. and uh you know it was something that i used to be totally completely cool with would do it very frequently i had like status on on a couple of airlines that's how often i flew uh, I used to make regular trips over to the UK, so long time on an airplane with a bunch of people surrounded around me. Uh, last week, I flew down to uh, Dulles, 
to get a connecting flight and I'm sitting in the terminal and there is this gigantic mob of people coming through the airport and I about like lost it like in oh, my really? head. I'm like because I, I have not seen that many people in one place at one time for a wow. very long time. Well, we've, been, we've been trained this everything past year to stay away from yeah. crowds of people, right? Yeah. And here right. you are being approached by a crowd of people at work. like Yeah. And, and like, there's course. this huge mob of people coming and I'm, I'm like, I just want to like get away from this. Yeah. But then like I turn around and there's like a completely full terminal of people like all sitting down around and it's just like, I can't escape this. Mm. Yeah. So did you oh, start? Re- did you have your, uh, your Lysol and your? <laughs> 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 right. So, how, yeah. so, so, I mean, this is going to sound silly, but like, so how did it feel? Were you getting like hit with some fear, some anxiety? Like, did you feel like you had to get out of there? What? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. A, a lot of like a lot of anxiety because, yeah. you know, again, like this kind of goes against the, the stuff that we're, we're kind of taught to do if we want to like avoid exposure or spreading it or, or anything right. like that. And, and so, like, uh, up here in Vermont, like, for the most part, everybody kind of follows the rules. We all mask up. We social distance. Like, um, you know, I visit with friends. Friends visit here. But there's seriously only, like, two people that we really trust enough to let into our circle, right? Like, yeah. Uh, or two, two groups of friends, two different couples. Like, and that's it. Like, if anybody else calls us and, like, hey, you want to hang out? We're like, eh, no. So, so what did you do in that situation? Like you couldn't leave, I guess you had to wait for your plane. So yeah, like, I, did you take a deep breath? Did you try to get recentered? Like, did it pass? Yeah, how do you, how do you cope? How do you cope when yeah. you freak out like that? Yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, I, I can't get out of this. This isn't going to change. Um, I, and I just kind of had to sit there and think to myself like, well, I'm, I'm masked up. Right. <laughs> I, right. I, I wash my hands. I, I do everything I should do. Uh, and I just kind of like, like, let the group like, did you get to the and, point where like you were having like a physical response? Like, was your heart racing? Were your yeah, hands yeah. sweating? Yeah. Oh, that's see, that's it terrifying, was, man. And, and then it didn't uh, help because my, my next flight, I had to go to Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, for a job I did last week. And in my next flight coach was completely full. Mm. Like that whole thing about, you know, blocked out seating yeah. rows, like mm. not, not a thing on the airline I was on. And, uh, the entire coach section was like shoulder oh, to shoulder. It's terrifying, dude. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to avoid that as much as possible. Um, my wife is actually has the vaccine because she's in healthcare. Mm. Oh, um, nice. yeah, same. But you know, th- with all these new strains and stuff, like I, you know, I don't know. Like I, it's still, it's you still have to, you know, play that card. But dude, I mean, that's awful. I, I've, I've totally been there where, with the anxiety. It, it, I, it's something that we don't think about because right now we're thinking about like what, what it's like to be cooped up and how we're, how we're coping with that, but what happens like what you just described when all of a sudden we all just break out into the wild together. Like we're not going to know how to act. Right. Like, like that's going to be just as difficult. Like, and I haven't even given a single thought to that and that's giving me anxiety. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, today was my therapist day already. So now I got to wait. So, uh, but yeah, I, 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 there's, I guess maybe going forward, it, it would be my question. So, we know that's going to happen to you going forward. Have you thought about how you can like maybe mitigate that or some sort of like trick you could use to almost like calm yourself down? I hate saying calm yourself down because it's not what it is. It's, it's, it's like just center yourself, right? Like, have you right. have you thought about that? No, honestly, not really. It's just like, a, you know, when I get into a situation like that, just, just try to breathe uh, and then just try to remember like, I do other things to, to take care of myself in this situation. And hopefully that's enough. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Andy? Um, you know, I, I, I guess we could start with COVID. 
like so you you know you had framed it in the beginning how you've you know struggled with some anxiety and depression over the years yeah and, and i have too off and on through different things but just to i guess to start present time and work backward if we want um covid really um took a toll you know on on my mental health and my well-being and you know i don't want to frame this episode as like hey you know if you have pre-existing conditions covid really kicked them in because you could probably never have had you know, you could just be walking around dumb and happy. And this past year, I think would give anybody totally, you know, you know, some, totally. some challenges. Um, I mean, I'll just tell you today as an example, we've been home, you know, 320 something days yep. here, here. It started, who's counting? yeah, it started, who's counting? right. It started March of last year. The yep. daycares closed down. The kids have been home. We don't see anybody, blah, 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 blah. And we're doing everything that the CDC and who said, and you know, I know there's different feelings and all that, but I'm, I'm a science guy. I listen to the scientists and the people smarter than me and I'm doing what they say to do. And, and it's been a long, hard year. And so, you know, my six-year-old, as an example, has, has mentally suffered through this. All of his teachers mm. went away. All of his friends went away. All of his cousins went away. All of his grandparents went away. Like his, we, we had pre- prior to this, a pretty big life, a pretty big world. We were connected to a lot of people and, and it was great. And it all contracted when, mm-hmm. when, when COVID happened. So I, you know, without getting into specifics, I can tell you that my son had a couple challenges over this past year. And so just today he returned to in-person uh, kindergarten for the first time since before wow. COVID right now, you know, I know it's what he needs. And to, to echo what you said, Aaron, I've, I've been in therapy for a long time. I'm a big advocate of it. It's same really, same. really helped me it's huge. You know, huge. If you're somebody who's never had a negative thought in your life, you could still benefit from having a third Absolutely. person. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's not just for people that, you know, struggle with stuff. But I, but the reason I bring that up is, you know, I've been talking to her this whole time because, you know, I'm trying not to. So personally for me, in the beginning of COVID, I was still trying to maintain my level of productivity at work. And I won't bore you with the details, but I've never been busier in my career. My the, Where I work is trying to do all the new things all at once with a skeleton crew. And right. I also felt I had to prove myself because we had a reorg and I'm now on the super team. So long and short of it, I was just working myself to death and I pretty much had a meltdown. I freaked out on my boss, like just because I was irritable, I was getting depressed. I was, I wasn't sleeping right. I wasn't taking care of yep. myself. Um, and that came to a head. I, I kind of fell apart and I, I, you know, we were able to do some redirection there. So it really screwed me up in the beginning with trying to balance home. Cause I got a three-year-old and a six-year-old at home. They're in here every five minutes. Somebody needs this, right. somebody needs that, somebody has to wipe, somebody's crying, somebody's going to the bathroom. Like it's just, that's not, you know, my job, I need to be left alone for hours. You know what I mean? Right, just, right, right. It right. wasn't, it wasn't possible. And then I'm snipping at the kids and I'm short with my wife. It just, it wasn't good. So um, it, that was really hard. And through working with my therapist, honestly, we were able to come to, um, you know, a, a series of things that I can do to not feel like I need to quit my job, feel like mm. my wife and my kids are in my way, feel like I'm going to lose my job because I can't do it like I used to. Like I was really falling apart. And so that's been really good. Um, but like, so today, you know, we sent my son to school. Now, all of us on this panel are not going to offices because it's not safe. <laughs> and I'm sending my kid to school. Like, so right. yeah, that's I, a little, it's just, a so weird, how does that make you feel torn, man? Torn. Right. I, I, right. I got to keep my family safe and I'm sending my kid to the front lines when I'm hiding in my house. Now we're doing that because he's been suffering at home and with Mm -hmm. the remote learning and, you know, without getting into specifics, he's, he's really had some struggles and sure he went in today and it's the happiest I've seen him in 320. Oh, that's good. And he can't wait to go. Now 
we laid low because like AJ in Vermont, you know, they have maybe 10, 20, 100 cases a day. We, we've been anywhere from 4,000 to 8,000 cases a day since March. Yeah. Where we're at, wow. we're like that's, at four. That's mind blowing to me, Andy. Like we were panicking right. when it was we, a thousand have last like, March, and it's we, been... we have like a hundred cases a day, and this this is the worst it's ever been in Vermont. Like oh, yeah. when when COVID had first started, like we thought ten or eleven cases a day was bad. Right, I live eighty and miles the, from the episode, eighty miles from Manhattan, so it's just yeah. been bad here, you know, from the beginning. But I just say all that to say that our world was rocked. I mean. We have family members who are sick that we can't see, which kind of stinks because you don't know how long people are going to be around and people are struggling with real... Like, it just... It touches so many... Like you said, Aaron, like, we're social creatures. I can tell you, we went to a playground. We thought it was going to be empty, and we wound up running into a couple dads I know and, and their kids, and we were all masked up and we all kept our distance, but, like, the kids have never been happier seeing each other, and I played wall ball with my two buddies... That, which I haven't right. done since like seventh grade. And I can tell you when we left, I just felt like there's something about that social connection that just, yeah, the Zoom call, like it just doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't cut it, right? Yeah. Like it, it, there's something like, it's almost like our brains know, like, like nice try, buddy. You know, like, like that's, <laughs> right. that's a, it's the same thing as the TV. And, and when you watch TV, you're not a part of that either. So, so good try though. Yeah. Right? Like, Right. It's like listening to a podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, like like every other podcast that isn't ours, I could see how somebody would totally, totally feel that way. <laughs> Watching a sunset on your TV or a sunrise on your TV is much, much different than going outside. 100%. Feeling right. the light on your but, face, hearing the birds chirp. Like, you're so, so right. You're so so right. I, let, let I, me, I don't know if that's making any sense, but I have hundreds of examples of just how COVID has been really difficult mentally on, on, on my family and I. And, you know, I can share some solutions a little later on what I've been doing to help because yeah. that, that might yeah, help yeah. people. But it's it's been tough. What, what's up, AJ? What are you going to say? I, I just want to play devil's advocate for a second, right? Like as, as um, not as fun as video has been, could you imagine trying to do this pandemic without? Right. Oh man, the, like the like like this was like the like let's say this was the nineteen twenty six or whatever that was yeah, the Spanish sure. flu. Yeah, like like there's there's not even in twenty six there's not even TV to watch to occupy you, right? Right. You're locked inside and you're you're almost like your country is at war, right? Like that's what they tell you. Like like in World War Two, you know, people are like locked in their houses, like not not necessarily like hiding but just protecting themselves and trying not to die because there's just explosions and stuff going on everywhere it's the same thing you know it's like they didn't have anything right so the, i think i love the devil's advocate thing but i've learned very recently because i i'm i'm that i took that personality test thing and i got the entp it's the it's the debater if you guys haven't noticed, <laughs> by the way, I, I try to I'm argue. I'm shocked. That doesn't seem yeah, surprise. 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 <laughs> well, well, well. Well, so, but the reason I bring that up is because uh, I feel like it's I feel like it's important. I, I don't I don't want to be the devil's advocate in this situation because I, I don't think I think one of the worst things that you can do to yourself if you're struggling with anything is compare yourself to someone else. And and let me give you an example because yeah, very, very true because perspective is everything. And, and, you know, I'll talk about my childhood, right? I had a really, really rough time with my childhood, but I could, I can pinpoint like, it's, it's like when you wouldn't finish your meal and your parents would be like, you know, they're starving kids in Africa. It's like, 
yeah, that that became like kind of like a joking thing, oddly enough. But it's it's true. There were starving people in Africa, and it's like, dude, put it in perspective. I mean, there's starving people all over the world. I live in downtown San Diego. We have a very large homeless population. I cannot take 20 steps without seeing a homeless person who is starving, right? So to me, if I compare how bad my childhood was to someone living on the street, uh, it's gonna it's gonna make it seem like I'm I'm just trying to dampen my feelings that that it's actually okay to feel just as bad as that person does. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't have to have ha- lost a limb to be better off than that guy. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, not a, it's not a contest. It's not like who had a worse life. And then the person, the only person with the worst life is the only one that can say, oh, well, nope, that's just me. I'm the only one that can complain because uh, compared to me, the rest of y'all have had it pretty freaking sweet, right? So, so I mean, if, if you think about it like that, it's like, you're you're never gonna be happy. So right. if you're comparing yourself right. to someone else right now, and and this goes with your career as well. If you're looking at somebody's career right now, and you're on Twitter and you're following, you know, all these CCIE like four X CCIEs, it's the same thing. You know that their journal their journey is completely different, right? Um, maybe maybe that person was born into a rich family, or maybe that person was a homeless person and became as we just don't know, right? But it doesn't make one better or worse than the other. And it doesn't make because you struggle. Everybody likes to hear those 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 Cinderella stories, right? Like especially in sports. It's like, oh, this person came from underprivileged, you know, divorced parents or, you know what I mean, some tragedy. And, and that's supposed to make what they did seem better. And I think that's probably the problem. It's because we love to hear a good underdog story, but we're so afraid to consider ourselves underdogs. You know what I mean? Uh, my child, my parents are still together. My, that's miraculous, right? My parents are married, right? They've been married for 40 something years, right? Uh, that's atypical. So if you look at it in that regard, I had a pretty sweet life, but I moved 10 different times before I even got to high school. Do you know what I mean? Like different states, you know what I mean? It's like that that affected me uh, as a person and it created even who I am today uh, with all the baggage that that carries, right? So Maybe COVID triggered me. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, you get to the point where there's just so many things happening at once. I'm like, you, Andy, I, I didn't snap on anybody. I, personally, I spent uh, about a day and a half in the bathroom with a blanket over my head, mm. crying. Like, uh, I can't even describe the sound of my cry because I, uh, I'm i one of these dudes that uh, is a victim of what I'll call a toxic, <laughs> I say victim, uh, a victim of toxic masculinity where, my dad was, hey, bro, suck it up. So mm-hmm. guess what? Hey, bro, suck it up. That's just the way I feel. And when I get my see myself in those situations, I, I've never cried in front of anyone, you, like you, other than my parents, right? I'm, I'm glad so, you're saying that because as soon as, ever since I've said that I'm in therapy, yeah. I, and I have this voice in my head saying I shouldn't have shared that. Now, part of that is because there's a stigma, right? Like, yep, Absolutely. You, we're assumed that we're all perfectly healthy people and we have no problems and everything's good for some reason. Yep. And, oh, if you're in therapy, you, like, you must be messed up. And, and, and you reminded me with the toxic, toxic masculinity kind of thing. I mean, I can remember being little, like, you know, suck it up, be a man. Like, right. So why are you crying? Right. So, every single time you cried, why stop crying? And right. I'm not making this a gender thing, but there's four guys on this podcast. So I know for me, I was raised to like, not talk about my feelings and and suck it up Absolutely. and just and, and, and you know you go through life that way and I think that's partly how you wind up depressed 
and, and you yeah. know, crying in a bathroom or, you know, I've had different episodes of my life of just being overwhelmed. Like, so just this conversation we're having now is important. And the conversations I have with my support system are important. Like if I'm not talking to people about how I'm doing, that's a problem. And if we're raising an entire, you know, if we're raising all men, young men, <laughs> to think that they can't talk about how they feel and what they're going through and then suck it up and, and be tough, it's it's not mentally healthy. If I don't no. know if that's where you're going with toxic masculinity, but Absolutely. That, that was my experience, you know, growing yep. up. It's It wasn't really, you know, nobody wanted to listen to the kid whine and cry, I guess, you know what I mean? I don't know where it uh, no, came from. No, and, and I don't think it's the, I don't think it's even my dad's fault. It's, that's how he grew up. Um, my dad actually has a very similar journey to AJ. I'm not even going to spill your beans at all, AJ, but my dad has a very similar, similar story to you. And, but he was much younger and I don't even think he knows what it is to, because he never had that, you know? Yeah. And so like for me to think that, you know, he was going to pass that on to me. It's like, I don't, I'm certainly not out here to blame anything, you know? And, and, and I said, I'm a victim of talks about that is the wrong word for me to say right there. That's not it at all. I, like, it's just how I was brought up and I was ignorant to other ways, uh, up until most recently. And unfortunately, part of the reason why I, I'm even, we're even having this conversation we're having this topic came up is because, uh, I think Andy and I specifically, um, felt the need to bring this to light because of everything we just named off. If we have the opportunity right now to write the ship, like because n no one ever told us like it was cool, you can have a therapist. It's completely normal to have a therapist. That's cool. Yeah. It is completely yeah. normal to cry. You can do that too. It's normal. Like that's part of your emotions. And in fact, it's healthy. You got to do it. You got to let that stuff out. If 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 we could just get that message out there, like I'll at least feel like I've done my part to break the cycle you know what i mean and maybe even in it in general like you know the like we only talk about certain things right like you know we tiptoe around a lot of different things which i mean that's that's okay you know especially in the workplace it's like you don't only talk about so much but but i think it's okay like if you're ha if you're struggling and you need to tell someone and maybe that person is your boss because that person is you know uh you're going to, you're going to be affected the way you, the way you act and the way you are, like you're bringing that to work. Cause Andy, like your example, like you, you, you popped off at your boss. Was it his fault? Absolutely not. Right. Mm. Like, and I'm sure you'd be the first one to say like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I wasn't communicating how I was struggling yep. over a period of time until yep. the pressure relief valve popped. Like, yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah, it's a perfect example of what we're talking about. If, if you're not communicating and trying to get relief from some type of suffering, it boils over and gets directed at someone it shouldn't. Your wife, your dog, your kid, your boss. Totally. And that's totally. usually not <laughs> productive, right? It, it comes no. out sideways and to the wrong person. And, you know, I mean, I, I well, could I could have lost my job if, if he wasn't. You could have. You could have. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's I, interesting to say that this time of like this environment that we're in, it's like I'm sure your boss would is a little bit more tolerant, especially oh, yeah. you know what I mean. It's a you know kind of sucks to say that, but but it is what it is. And I, you know I'm glad that that he was cool with that and he saw that for what it was. You know what I mean? Um, because I, I you know going forward, I, you know I know you you're you know that's not going to happen again. Right. You're going to find a but that takes some coping. emotional intelligence on his part to not take it yeah. personally and be like, yo, bro, yeah. I'm in charge. Who the hell are you giving a hard time to? Like he was able <laughs> yeah, to take to a deep flex, breath yeah, and have to, perspective. To flex, like, 
how can I help yeah. this guy? You know what I mean? Which, and, and they have to, in their defense. I mean, they've, they've really helped me navigate this and, you know, and I was apparently, be- here, here's what's funny. Like, so we all have these things called core beliefs, right? And like, for me, I'm always trying to prove myself and I could, we could spend days talking about why, but who cares? But so on this new team, I was trying to prove myself because I was surrounded yeah. by brilliant architects and I'm just trying to show them I can do it and I'm smart. And, but I went from having nine hours a day of uninterrupted concentration to five minute increments. So I'm trying to maintain this proving myself super productive guy in an impossible environment. And Mm. it was just a recipe for like, you know, it just, just, yeah, it it just couldn't be maintained. But I I tell you for me, and and it's always been this way, you know, it's funny. Like people always talk about physical health. Oh, I got my run in today. I rode my bike. I lifted weights, you know, maybe like guys too. When do you ever hear anybody like, hey, I meditated today or, hey, I, you know, I I went for that walk outside or, you know, I talked to my therapist. Like for some reason, mental health is just kind of like it's not talked about like, oh, you're a hero because you ran for the 32nd day in a row. Right. (laughs) Right. So it's a shame just culturally even that, you know, I I could tell you for me. So my my biggest challenge seems to be irritability. And I know that'll come as a big surprise to this panel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I'm not funny, laughing right? at you. I would have I'm never not. guessed that Andy the way you popped off. You guys, this is a very <laughs> serious conversation, and I'm not laughing at you. No, I know. That, but, I know. It's, okay. But okay. that's why I'm bringing I'm it up. You're like, so, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's, I mean, we were probably arguing 10 minutes ago with each other before we started. Yep. But, yep, yep. but, but so it's a personal challenge of mine. And, and Aaron, I mean, I went to sixth grade schools. My nose got yeah. broken in fourth grade from some kid at a new school because I was the nerd. I right. mean, I had yep. a traumatic childhood. It wasn't fun. Yep. It kind of set up for some, you know, fear of the world and anxiety type stuff. So like, yep. so for me, the key is I have to keep kind of my baseline level of, uh, what would you call it? Like I'm trying kind of, yeah, because, or, or let's say it's like an anxiety scale. I mean, I'm not this like okay. anxiety defect, but you know, I, pr- there's different personality types, right? I'm spun up. I'm yep. an A type. I want to succeed, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm up till midnight every night doing videos, doing podcasts, studying. I want to be an architect. Right, it's kind right, of ridiculous, right, right. right? So all that kind of keys me up and then I'm tired. So I need some caffeine and like, so I probably exist at a scale of a 10. Like if I'm full blown panic attack at 10, right? I probably exist at a three or four. Like I'm, hmm. I'm I don't wake up relaxed. <laughs> like right, I just, I'm, right. I'm kind of zung up. Like it's just, it's who I am. It's genetics, whatever. So I have this whole litany of things I got to do. Sleep, exercise, meditation, eating well, getting outside, hobbies, therapy. I love it. All those things keep my baseline down because what'll happen is if I wake up at a three and then I I get a headache from the kids screaming, I'm at a five. And then my wife gives me a hard time about something. I'm at a six and then something breaks at work. And I was like, so all day that it just goes up and up to where by the time I'm at a seven or eight, I'm gone. Now I can't right. be reeled back in and it's a matter of time before I pop off at Dan or I say something stupid to my boss or I piss off my wife. I'm incapable of reeling myself in by then because I'm, hmm. I, I haven't done what I need to do to keep myself calm and take care of myself. So I'm just sharing that because to me, it's been key when I'm doing all those things or at least 50% of those things on a regular basis, I'm much calmer. I'm not yelling at people. I'm chill. I'm not so irritable. But, you mean the the meditating and stuff like that? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like all the self-care things. Like so for okay. for, for me, gotcha. for t- this the mental health episode and how I take care of mine is really just what do I need to do to feel good? And I have yeah. a list of things and if I can get to like half of them each day, each one of those things kind of just 
you know, I take a deep breath, I calm down. I spend five minutes meditating, I calm down. Like I love creating content with you guys. That brings me joy. Yeah, like same, same. Being same. with my kids. So there's all these different things that I but I've had to build those in my life. Like they weren't always right. there. And right. I, I did I was I used to be, you know, a pretty spun up goofball as a younger guy because I didn't have any tools and I wasn't in therapy and I didn't know what yeah. to do. And I thought the harder I worked and the crazier I was, the more successful I'd be, which is nuts. But you know, me- mental health is, is is a whole thing. But I can just tell you, for me, every day I got to work at it. It's it's just like working out. It, totally, you're working your muscles, you're getting cardio, you're lifting weights. For me, I got to expend effort and do stuff to to feel good. It's a pain in well, the ass. I'd rather not have to do all that stuff. <laughs> well, well, I think you bring up like you've inadvertently brought up a really good point. I think, which is that you don't need to be in a situation like myself or Andy or like even AJ in the airport. You know, like you don't need to be there to ha- to to benefit from all the things that you just named off, right? In fact, if you can learn to meditate, because it's it's an acquired skill for sure, and once you get it, like holy man, it, it, you you can anyone literally can stop. Do it. Anyone, dude? Yes, anyone can do it. You, uh, and I'm talking, folks, like. You don't believe me? I really don't care. You could Google it, and uh, you can believe that <laughs> science. <laughs> it, yeah, it, like like look, it, you get good at it. You, you can make yourself fall asleep within seconds. Uh, you can also um, calm yourself down within se- calm yourself down. You, you can get into the moment and feel present at any moment. The trick is that if you're only doing it when you need it, then you probably won't get as good at it as you would like to be. So. If you're if you're not feeling anything right now, I would highly suggest just giving it a shot. Uh, everybody has three minutes somewhere. Um, even the Apple Watch did a thing like the Breathe app, you know, for a while. That that's basically the same thing, you know, focus on your breath and that type of stuff. But there's tons of free apps out there. Uh, there's one called Headspace that has, you know, most of them are like, you know, you could pay for a subscription. But the, the, there's a couple of like the lessons that are free. That's all you need. You just need one little five minute guided lesson of someone telling you to breathe and focus and 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 i promise you if you get good at that you'll be able to escape any situation that you need to that you feel yourself getting out of control in uh i say escape because that that it was not somewhere you meant to be (laughs) so you need to escape from that because that 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 was not your intent to go there your body's making yourself go there based on like you know how how you've grown up and all your different you know environmental triggers and things like that so uh please try it. And I did actually tweet earlier. Hey, you guys should try meditating. I love it. I I, I felt the need to tweet it earlier. Like I guys can try meditating. I could tell yeah. you I've used headspace, which is fantastic. That's what I have. I've been using 10% yep. happier for the past two years and love it. Now, what I will tell you is that the better ones I found do charge about 70 to hundred bucks a year. So I'm going to give yeah. a free plug to my boy, Sam Harris. Um, there's a, there's an app called waking up. He's a, he's a neuroscientist guy. He's brilliant. This guy, Sam Harris, but I already he, like him. He has an app called Wait. He's got a podcast too by the same name, but he has an app that costs $100 a year. If you cannot afford it, you can send them an email and they'll give you a free subscription. Oh, dude, that's a hookup. And it's a brilliant, he's got all these talks with meditation masters. He's got hundreds and hundreds of meditations in there. His wife, Annika Harris, does this child uh, kids meditation and there's a 15 part child meditation in that app as well. So, you know, there, there's access there. It's free and you can try sure. it out, you know, with, for whatever that's worth, but I'm, I'm a big meditation gives me now what as a younger man, I used to do chemically. I'll just put it that yep. way. <laughs> uh, I used to find Andy, other uh, ways to chill out and I have gotten the same amount of relief without getting loaded. And that is a yep. freaking miracle same. for me. Same. 
So yeah. take that for what it's I, worth. It's almost I, indescribable. I am so interested in what you guys are talking about right now. <clears throat> like, like I have tried to explore meditation and for whatever reason on my own, I can't quite figure it out. So yeah. I am like supremely interested in, in and like your guys experience. And yeah. You need the guided thing. I'll be honest. Cause I was with you. I, I was, I was in that spot as well. Like I, I was like, I don't understand it because when you're reading it, basically what they're telling you is like, think about nothing. I'm like, yeah. well, come on. If I could do that, like, <laughs> and that's, and that's yeah. not even, and that's unfortunate. Cause that's what, that's the misconception of it. And that's not even, right. you know, what it is, but the, there's this guy, Dan Harris. He's a, he's a national NBC, I think anchorman. And he had mm-hmm. a full blown panic attack on the world news tonight. Wow. So through that experience and through a year or two of investigating what happened through therapy, he now runs and owns the 10% happier app and podcast of the same name. And so, I mean, here's a guy like we're talking about. He was an achiever. He was an A-type. He was going after it. He's probably working Mm -hmm. too hard. He might've been partying a little too hard, whatever. And he wound up having, I mean, you can go go on YouTube and Google Dan Harris panic attack. You'll see the man have one on national TV. That's unfortunate. God. But, But he used that experience- and now he's helping millions of people. And, and I love his app because it's got video. They'll have like a three minute video explaining what they're going to do. And then you'll go into like it's and the podcast is really great, too. So anyway, it's, you know, meditation is phenomenal. And it's a way to get relief from all that crap that like when that crowd came at you, AJ, if you had been meditating five minutes, you know, every day or a couple of days a week when you, you could have when if you, yeah, you're in touch out. with your body, you know, your physical triggers, you realize what's happening and you're like, oh, OK, I know what this is. Because you're, there's something I forget what it's called. There's like a lizard brain, your fight or flight thing. It just takes over. Yeah, it yep. shuts down. Your, yeah, it shuts down your prefrontal cortex, which is how you make decisions. And then you're just in fight or flight mode. Adrenaline, and, adrenaline, and adrenaline. Yeah, yep. and then you're helpless. So this is just one of those tools that you can try to navigate that. Because you know, if your if your brain center, <laughs> if your ability to think shuts down, that's that's a problem, right? <laughs> so yeah, these are no, some. No, anytime your that, body has that that physical response, which is why I asked. AJ, like, like, did your heart start racing? Like, you, you did it. It hit you. Like, your mm-hmm. hands sweat, but they're cold. Your feet sweat, but they're cold. I, you know, I've spent days like that. You know what I mean? And I could tell you that not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, like when, the, when those, when those physical things are happening to you, and you, and you can't control them, it's like a, it's like a disease that doesn't exist. It has no cure in your head, right? It's like. Like, why is my body doing this? It's not because I ate something bad or because, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, like, like I didn't catch a virus. You know what I mean? I, it is it, just, it came from me. I created it, but my body's having a physical, I'm not hungry. Right. I can't sleep. I mean, guys, I, Andy, I, Andy and I have talked about this, which is why we've probably been talking about so much. You know, we're not trying to <laughs> hide Dan and AJ here, but should we shut but, up now? Well, we, 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 just wanted to bring it up because, uh, and we've been talking so much because we, we casually kind of mentioned it to each other before. And I was like, man, I would have never known that you were like that. And he probably felt the same way I did. And so, you know, a little light bulb went off in my head. It's like, well, if I didn't know that about him, then clearly nobody else will and vice versa. No one will know that about me, especially because, you know, maybe I give this air of like, everything's okay. You know, that's, that's part of the deal, right? It's like, why would I want to depress anyone? Right? Like, I don't want to bring anybody else down again. These are toxic thoughts. Why would I want to bring So I don't want, here I am pretending to be someone else. I'm not saying I'm like, 
not authentic guys. But it's not something, pe- no, but it's something people don't talk about. It's it, yeah. You know, it's- and I think it's a common misconception when you look at people on social media, right? Like when, when you're, you're flipping through your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever you, you're right. seeing the tip of the iceberg. You're seeing yeah. this one part of their life. And, and typically it's like the nice part that people like to share. They don't like to, no one's going to share or typically people don't share pictures of themselves like crying, right. Or, crying, right? Yeah. You know, going through the bad stuff. Like, so everyone has this perception that, Oh, they must have a great life. You know how brave you have to be to be vulnerable and announce to the world you're suffering. Like, like Tony E was my hero when he went out on Twitter and shared that like COVID screwed him up. He was depressed. He went to a doctor, he got meds and now mm-hmm. he feels better. Like mm-hmm. that Same. is brave as hell because yep. for me in my head, the reason Aaron and nobody else knew that is because like, I may have to interview for a job someday. And I don't right. want, I don't know if, you know, I'm, I'm trying to cultivate this brand yeah. that we talked about in earlier episodes of like, who I am to the world so that I can get a job somewhere. And I don't want to be, you know, oh, he's the guy in therapy or the weirdo who meditates. So it's unfortunate, but you don't talk about it. You keep it down because, you know, I, I want to yeah. be perceived as this great person to hire and, and give a good job who will who will do a great job. And I do, but being vulnerable and talking about struggles many times isn't part of that conversation. So I love when, like, as we're talking about it, Tony came out and, and I mean, you look at the science and I was going to pull it up, but it's too depressing. But like, if you look at just suicide rates in the past, 11 months it's oh freaking terrifying it's oh, absolutely no, te- no, like yeah. there's just so much suffering as a result of of what covid's done to our lives so you know not but, to get too far off the rails with mental health and all that no, but covid but, itself has just really really caused a lot of suffering and 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 if you're not talking about it and people are just suffering in silence you, you will get no relief suffering in silence it's, it's almost going to feed on itself and get worse you know you know, and I, I want to apologize a little bit for for all of us, like to everyone that listens to this, because looking back, you know, our intent when when we're always like all four of us, when we're telling people or, or trying to encourage people to, you know, j- all you got to do is just do it, you know, just just put your mind to it and study and then, you know, you'll be good. Look, just dedicate five minutes a day. I'm, I'm the worst person when it comes to that. Right. Because I am, I'm the, I'm the pusher. Right. I'm like, come on, you can do it. Cause I can do it. Right. And, but that comes from a good back, place. Like you need motivation. It, it does. And, it does. But, 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 but I know where you're I, going. I just want, I, yeah, I want to acknowledge though, that, that it, it, to some folks that can be very insensitive because I don't understand what you're going through. I'll right? t- you remember when I was asking all those people how they did it? Yeah. At the time, I was in a month-long migraine. It was right before I exploded and, and fell apart. So mm. part of why I couldn't understand how all these people are achieving is because, yeah, it was it was, it was untenable here. Like, I was under so yeah. much stress that my body was screaming out. I was on migraine medicine that wasn't working. Mm. I was like three weeks into a, If you've ever had a migraine for a day, it's hell. I went every day for a month. And I remember toward the end of that month thinking, you know, I don't know how much longer I can do this. And that's a scary freaking thought. Now I have support systems. I talk to people. I, I was getting ready to take like a couple months off of work and just dial back from right. Like, just stop everything and try to get my, my health back because it was going so bad. But that's it's very important because if you need to do that, you need to do that. But like, at the time I was don't... pushing and pushing. Like I got to study harder. Yeah. All these people are achieving. like there is that thing of, you know, like I got to achieve. I everybody's getting certs and I'm not, but I was ignoring what was happening in my immediate, you know, circle and, and in my life. And sometimes you just got to like, who said it knocks? Like maybe this year isn't my year to, you know, knock it out of the park. Maybe I just, you know, do the best I can. Focus and next on something else, right? Yeah. 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 Like instead of setting for a C- CCNA, you know, 
it, it's perfectly okay because we, we talked about the goals episode i'll be perfectly honest with everybody i, I haven't touched a, a card in i haven't touched a, a book i haven't opened a single thing or learned a single thing in 2021 and that's Same. because i made the conscious decision dude you have a problem uh, you know my wife can't come home from helping her family like being their support system and then come home to me and find me like that. Yeah. That's not fair to her because it's a direct result of me not taking care of myself. Right. Like I, I ultimately did cause that. So, so I, I, I didn't have the tools. What I could do to fix that is the same approach I'm taking to how am I going to, how am I going to fix this? If I fail my CCNA attempt, you know what I mean? It's the same approach. So, so how do you what take the, care of yourself? Do do? Like, I don't think we can end this episode. I, I'm sorry. I just cut you off, but I want to make sure before no, we're over okay. that we all talk about, because yeah. maybe we can give some people ideas on like, you know, this is how I'm getting through COVID. This is how I'm, you know, how are we yeah. taking care of ourselves? You know, admitting to therapy is one, right? Like that's kind of brave. And maybe I won't get therapy. hired at Google or Facebook someday because of it. But I, care I don't less. think that was going to happen if, anyway. <laughs> you know what they say? You know what they say? I, I wouldn't want to be a part of any club that would have me. Yeah, you right, know? right. Because, right. because look, if the price of admission is free, everybody's going to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, if you don't like me in my worst, uh, Guess what? It's actually not my worst. It does get worse than this. So um, <laughs> I, 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 I want to no. hear from Dan because I don't want to talk over Dan. The yeah, whole Dan, time. Dan, D- Dan, have you have you had a situation, dude? Or if not, have you learned anything? How's your mental health? What's going on? Uh, <clears throat> so for me, um, I going back to kind of what you were talking about earlier. Um, I, I was also diagnosed with ADHD at like, I don't know, age six or something like that. Yep. Very, very young. Um and I went through the whole process of getting on medication and that medication not working and just making me more depressed, I guess. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, don't, I don't know how to say this. I wouldn't say just run straight to medicine, right? Um, medicine definitely can help, but it can also hurt too. Uh, yeah. And there is, there is a, a trial period there, you know, like kind of how much do you need to take? Which one do you need to take? Like and the only period. way you're going to figure that out is by doing it, right? So, um, but I wouldn't don't don't just give up on it either. Like if you if you if you are trying to take medication to fix something like that or help with that, um, if one doesn't work, don't just be like, nope, that's it. You know, try to True. try to figure it out because once I finally got the right medication, it it definitely helped me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but that. I know that was kind of like way back <laughs> at the beginning. No, of no, no, no. But, but I've just exa- been listening. I've been it's eating funny though, popcorn cause... over here and listening about you guys. So. <laughs> what a coincidence though, right? It's like, oh, gee, like how many of us have ADHD? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you know, I, and I, I, you're probably a lot like Annie and myself where it's like, you know, I, I, I don't even like telling people I have it because I don't want, I don't want it to seem like I'm saying it's an excuse to anything. So right. I have personally been suppressing the fact that I have it. Like I, I just, even if I, like I know I have it and I'm like, Oh man, in my head, I'm like, come on, Aaron, get a hold of yourself. Like, why did I just walk out the door with one sock on? You know what I mean? We, we <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we've all done it. Um, but like, it's like, it's time like that where now I'm able to identify what's causing me to do that. Right. So, so to, to, to go back to like that, cause I think that was a good way to, to, to bring this up. So like the coping mechanism. So, Number one, I would say this, if you do anything, obviously we suggest like the apps, you know, meditating, meditating is super free. A lot of, you'd be surprised. A lot of benefits include free 
therapy, like counseling, like employers are huge with that kind of stuff, right. like because they want you to be okay. But I would say that the biggest thing that you could do for yourself is just learn how to acknowledge when you're having a feeling that you don't want to be there and, and try to identify what's causing you to feel that way. If you could just have a li- just a, a little bit of like in the moment wherewithal, that that's that's my two cents. But I'll let AJ, I'll let, I'll let you chime in as well. Uh, the emotional t- intelligence piece is huge. Like like you say, recognizing when there's a problem and um, it, knowing that it's okay to deal with it. Like I have spent so much time in therapy throughout my entire life. Uh, I, it's never been like a steady, um, ongoing thing, but there have certainly been things in my life that I realized at a certain point, like I do not have the tools to deal with yeah. this uh, and I need to get help. Uh, and it's been for, for various things like, you know, growing up, I, you know, my, my father and I didn't have the best relationship when I was a kid. We had to have some therapy. Like I had a lot of challenges in my twenties and I had to have some therapy and I've had some recent challenges and I've had to have some therapy and it is the yeah. most helpful thing in the entire world. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and I can't say enough good things about it. So I've heard somebody no. say that the, the mind who created the problem can't solve the problem. Right. So you, right. you're not wow. just going to sit there and figure out like what you said, Aaron, like you need, you, you need somebody to help you develop skills and tools, tools that you, that you don't have. And, yeah. and you know, what really is, is tough. And this is beyond probably the scope of this, but you know, therapy is not free to my knowledge. And a lot of times it could be expensive and everybody might not have access to it. And that really sucks. Like it'd be, you know, I don't know if we can ever, yeah. Again, this is going to sound goofy, but you see all these like underlying problems that, that we have as a culture and, to not address the mental health aspect of that. Like in my mind, there should be like nationalized mental health care that just, sure. you want to go talk to I a get therapist, you get a therapist. Like, you know, yeah. you get a therapist, you get a therapist. Cause right. a, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I see just seems to be symptoms of mental suffering. Manifested yeah. So, so like, like how much the healthcare companies would actually like save if yeah. it was like, 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 like maybe the preventative medicine is, is all mental health, right? Because you can have, heart attacks, you can have stomach problems, you can have, you know, head problems, you, you know, you, your muscles can start to ache because of all this stuff. You know, it's like, this is serious stuff. Like your brain, your brain is controlling everything. So, so if that's kind of getting off the rails a little bit and you need to get it back on the rails, a lot of stuff will fall back into place. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it, and, and it will get better. Like, I mean, in my darkest moments, like, you know, sitting under a blanket with lights off, like, doing my emergency like some of these apps have like like an emergency anxiety button basically where you can just get some immediate Mm. uh meditation which is fantastic but like you know to prevent myself from getting there anymore you know i I just think that uh, doing all the stuff that that we talked about like it's hard to see a light at the end of the tunnel and it's hard to think of all the stuff, all the stuff that we talked about when you're in the bathroom with the blanket over your head and you've been crying for two days. It's it's very hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel. And it's very logical to think, well, okay, let's go find some tools to fix that. But that's just not how it works. That is when you when you start to spiral, you spiral and you don't stop spiraling most of the time until you hit the bottom. Yeah, it's too and late. That's and that's too late. And that's when and I mean, thank goodness I have a support system, which is my wife. I, I'd be completely hosed without her uh like uh, not even just like oh you know it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay it's just like just having somebody there you know like and and i've been 
at fault like this for a lot of my relationships and I'll just shut it down with, with this and I'll, I'll let Annie, I'll let you share your coping tools here, but I'm just going to shut up after this. Like, I, I feel like I've been doing a disservice to everybody that I've been in contact with my entire life, like friends or otherwise, because I feel like I could have been such a better person. And so knowing that I can't change the past and, and I'm cool with that, like all I can do now is go forward and try to do as much as I can. So if you see me tweet something like you should probably go meditate, just know that I mean that stuff. And I'm just trying to help because it helped me. And I'm just trying to pass that on. Yeah. So, and, Andrew, and, sorry. and it's all, I mean, uh, you know, it's all survival instinct and like, right. You know, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I had somebody once tell me I was an egomaniac with low self-esteem. And I had to think about that for a second, like, wait, what? But, you know, I've, I've spent my whole life trying to prove that I'm worthy and deserving of like love and success. And like, and I know that sounds sappy, but like, I, you know, I feel like I've been working my butt off to try to like make a, a good life and, and to have good things because, you know, deep down sometimes I'm not, sh not so much anymore, but for a lot of my life, like I didn't feel all that great about myself and I know where it comes from. Same. And I know, so yeah. if, if you don't feel, you know, worthy of a good life, you're going to sabotage. You're going to put on an air of confidence that you don't really have to try to shield you. It, it's all this smoke and mirror defense mechanism, survival instinct stuff that unfortunately <laughs> doesn't make right. for, for a happy, it's, it's, adjusted it's, it's, Yeah, life. it's doing more bad than good, right? But but yeah, but it's your brain short-circuiting and doing what it knows to protect you. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of that defense mechanism stuff, it's good in the short term, you know, get me away from the tiger, get me away from whatever. But it becomes right, totally. a way for me, it became a way of life. And, and I just really screwed up a lot of relationships, you know, over, over the years with that. But I, I, I don't know, man. It's yeah. Look, I just want to say, like, if you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> like, this is a heavy uh, this is a heavy one. So like, but it's something hey, that's got to be talked about. Right. I mean, that's why it's we're got to be talked about. about. You know what? And honestly, this is selfish. This is selfish as heck for me, for me. I'm just going to say it because I want everyone to know what happened because to me, because I don't think that I'm, I'm not doing anybody any service by holding that in it. it, it, it like me hiding that doesn't, doesn't do good or bad. So if I could do good by letting it out, then why wouldn't I? Do you know how many I, listeners I no we have that have been suffering this year? Right? Yes. I would imagine a lot. If, a if not even. all of them and week in if and week all. out, they're listening to us and not once. And here we are saying stuff like, which is why I apologize. Hey, just go out and do it, man. It's super easy, man. Yeah, just pick you know. up the Yankee cards and start studying, you know, just do it when you're not doing anything else, you know, right. like, hey, just pick up the Yankee cards when you're crying in the bathroom for two days and you haven't slept and you're not on any sort of drugs or alcohol or anything. You just are 100% just spiraling. Yeah. yeah. Pull out your Yankee cards then and see what happens. But I think no, that's what this is about, do. right? It's that. Absolutely. It's that reality check of like, okay. For 28, 29 episodes, <laughs> you know, we've been sharing our journeys, everybody else's journey, all our tips, tricks, tools, and you know, whatever that that intro says. This is but, part of the this is part of the quiver, right? But this is where we're at. We're you know we're coming up on almost a year of COVID, and we've all been affected by it. And to not talk about it, you know, beyond hey, we're all at home, and thank goodness for digital tools. Like to not talk about the real stuff going on, I, I think is a disservice. So I'm I'm glad yeah. that I'm glad that we're bringing it up. D Dan, how's COVID? Like, has it taken a toll on you? Because you Again, from the outside, you seem pretty chill and like, ah, you know, things are good. And like, has has COVID kind of kicked your butt at all? Or um, yeah, it's, it's fine uh, if it has it. Like, it's not a competition, but I'm just curious. Like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I got you. I well, so for me, one thing I wanted to bring up, you know, you guys were talking about meditate uh, meditation and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, I think there's different ways to meditate, right? And for me, yeah. 
having hobbies like I do woodworking you know I like mm. to be outside and in the nature mm. and stuff like that and uh um to me that's kind of like my version of meditating right because yep. huh. like when I'm woodworking or something like that I'm completely focused in on what I'm doing there I've got you know I'm using my hands to do you know do the work and everything like that and I don't think about work I don't think about you know IP addresses and that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't think about like my, my brain goes somewhere else. Right. Right. And another one, which just is kind of crazy, but, um, like doing photography and stuff like that, it's kind of like a creative escape as well. And, uh, which wedding photography is kind of insane and crazy. So I don't, that's not really a good example of that, but, uh, it does get my mind off of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, but I, I think, I think having a hobby, uh, and sticking oh, good, to practicing it um, can be helpful mentally, right? And because sure. I, I see a lot of people in the IT world, and especially like with what we're doing here and everything like that, there are a lot of people that are super driven towards you know like the certs, studying, and all that. And it's like the best thing advice I think I can give to someone like that is it's it's cool, it's great that you're you're driven like that, but you got to take breaks. You yep. got to take yep. breaks. You gotta you gotta get your mind off the studying and memorizing everything. And, um, and I think that's kind of how I've been this past year. Maybe that's how COVID's affected me. I haven't really liked studying at all. It, it, I don't know. It's just, uh, we were taking the, the Knox approach, right? Where it's like, well, maybe it's just not my time. Right. Kind of like yeah. the, the advice he was giving Andy was like, well, maybe it's just not your time to do that. Have you been right. delving in your creative stuff, Dan? Like, have you been doing like woodworking yes. and getting outside? Yeah. Yeah, and, that stuff's super and, meditative, man. This creative, yeah, just shut your brain. I mean, now off, I'm right? glad you brought that up because we haven't talked about that. Like having, like, it's not an escape, right? I want to be clear about that. It's, it's just something that almost gives you a like. That's your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, it's just something about. I know you guys give me a hard time about it sometimes, but it, <laughs> it, it, there's something about like not having cell signal. Yeah, you know, uh, it, yeah. just being oh, out I'm there. Sure. And, and no, 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 we, that. we. we we're only teasing you because we're jealous. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> no. none of us can disconnect, you know. No. So that's, that's, and and I think I think uh, you guys are kind of hitting around it earlier too. In that's uh, social media. So like for me, yeah. I try to stay off social media as much as possible. I the 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 part of social media that I absolutely love is when you can share projects and stuff like that, things that you're working on. You know, the part about social media that I absolutely hate is everybody seeming like they're the best thing out there. Like they have no flaws or anything like that. So for me, I wish I could have a, a, a social media where take the social part out of it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we work on projects and stuff like that together. Uh, share working on that kind of stuff, you know, like, you just, so you just described to Reddit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, it's not so much about like, Hey, I did this today or, or, uh, well, well, I mean, it's sort of, po- but, but, but it's less yeah, I get what you mean. Right? It's less cultivated. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, though. It, it's it's not like, hey, I'm at the beach or whatever, you know, right, that right, that right, kind right, of right. stuff. It's right, right. it's Dan hates know, the beach. Hey, Hate yeah, it. I know. I, I, I'm not a. I'm not is a beach phone. Is that a dig sure. at me? Yeah, Andy at the beach. No. <laughs> Your cell phone okay. service at the beach. No, him it's definitely not a dig at you, man. <laughs> but uh, I that that's the kind of like I don't know. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I'm just one of those that. I, no, I, there's nothing wrong with that, dude. Hey, yeah. look, everybody knows that you're not there. We 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 were all there picking your Twitter name out for you. You know? What yeah, I mean? exactly. Like a boat, right? <laughs> Have you guys so, so, that that. 
it's genius though but I, i'm glad you brought that up because i think that's a huge part like having the hobbies and stuff like that is gives you a purpose not saying you don't have one otherwise but like as a sole person like you need an you need a creative outlet right yeah. like we mm -hmm. all have that right i think for most of us it's this podcast hopefully if you're listening to this maybe this is your outlet maybe we're your outlet maybe we're your weekly break you know that's some heavy crap to talk about there but hey I, at least hope that you know we're bringing joy to to a lot of people's lives here and and we want to just keep doing that but we also want to you know pull back the wizard of oz curtain just a little bit and let you see what's going on behind there and and just know that like what dan just described like it, that's the tip of the iceberg as aj mentioned that that's all you're gonna see is like us you know telling you to do this and that and that so i hope that if anything that you got out of this is that you understand that you're 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 just as abnormal as all of us if you're listening to this we are all diversely abnormal and celebrate it man you, you gotta just just figure out who you are and even if you're doing fine right now try it and 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 if you get find yourself in a situation where you need it you'd rather have it when you need it than not have it you know what i mean so build that skill set now and uh we again we appreciate it if you made it this long in the in the episode uh we we laid some whoa that was pretty heavy bro uh, we, <laughs> well we're trying to we, we want to be authentic right we don't want to post yeah. like dan just said we don't want to be these social media like curated yeah. hey no everything's great, great everything's wonderful get your flashcards and go segue. like you know this yeah. is dead on man this is what we're going through no we're, we're in COVID. and i think it's that's tough. one and i think that's one thing i like about like in the discord we have the the failure plaque channel you know so people yeah. talk about their failures like yeah. that's amazing i mean and we're not saying hey go talk about your your mental health like if you're not comfortable doing that like this is not a prerequisite to making yourself better if you want to share share if you don't don't but just know that like hey like somebody will listen you know it's like that somebody will listen i'm just gonna leave it at that so theme of the day somebody will listen um again thank you for lasting this long with us we appreciate you bringing us into your living room or your car or your plane ride if you're back on the planes like AJ or any other scenario where who knows, maybe you're sitting around on a Saturday night with the fire going and the whole family's listening to this podcast. Cause you know, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't your seven year old enjoy this podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, my favorite thing to do is to speak for all of us and I do speak for all of us. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. See ya. Hey everyone, this is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co-hosts and guests and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening.